BevCast, beverage trade network podcast channel where you can get tips from alcohol beverage industry experts and learn more about wines, spirits, and beer. In this episode, we talk about top 10 UK wine importer challenges. Part of the London Wine Series is sponsored by London Wine Competition, which is an annual international wine competition that happens in London every year where wines are judged by quality, value, and package. Submission is now open for the 2020 London Wine Competition. Please visit londonwinecompetition.com for more information on how winning a London Wine Competition medal can help you grow your wine brand. Facing up to the ramifications for business and the particular challenges of March 29th, Brexit Day, for wine importers. One solution, the need to broaden horizons. Let's start with, indeed, we cannot avoid, the B word, Brexit. Brexit. Analysis of the long-term impact of the UK's exit from the EU on March 29, 2019 can make for uncomfortable reading for British wine importers, traders, and distributors, just as it does on global producers and consumers. The British have a reputation for liking a drink, and the UK is the world's largest per capita importer of wine. Indeed, the Brits buy over 14 billion pounds worth of wine. That's roughly 26 bottles a head a year, with almost all of it imported, and with more than half of those bottles coming from EU producers. At more than one-third of UK alcohol consumption, wine represents an important part of the significant industry. The UK's withdrawal from the European Union risks it being adversely affected, not only with changes to bilateral import tariffs, but the negative effects of Brexit on the pound. In some scenarios, the price of wine in the UK is forecast to be 22% higher by 2025 in local currency terms than it would be without Brexit, with the volume of UK wine consumption being 28% lower. Duty and Tax Rates About half of the cost of a bottle of wine in the UK, average price £5.54, comes from the domestic tax that's imposed, regardless of where the bottle comes from. And as of the 1st of February 2019, this will rise £2.23 a bottle, plus 20% VAT. So, to all intents and purposes, £2.68. Will the Chancellor ease the tax burden in the light of Brexit? As the tax take on wine sales in its various forms alone raises more than £9 billion for the Treasury. Currency it's possible for a wine importer to save money by reducing the risk of adverse market fluctuations and manage that risk by utilizing short-dated forward contracts, which lock in a rate for delivery later. In fact, forward contracts would allow a UK wine importer to protect themselves against a fall in sterling and a hike in the cost of imports for several months. Changes to product ranges To counter any shortfall in wine supply and wine sales, one business strategy for wine importers is to look at the ranges they stock and search for alternatives. English wine production and sales have grown considerably in recent years and are now worth over £100 million a year. England is also increasingly being recognized as a premium wine-producing region, with nearly 2,000 hectares under vine, over 500 vineyards producing over 3 million bottles. 
English sparkling wines in particular have not only won plaudits, but grown nearly 80% in just five years. Of course, there's not enough time to plant more vines to replace what may be lost by Brexit. Even if the land were available, it would take years for the vines to become productive, and English wines would certainly not be cheaper than the imported wines they might replace. It's perhaps time to consider stocking more other homegrown tipples to take up the slack. The UK produces wonderful tasting ciders and beers. We're not talking mass market either. As with craft breweries, so craft cideries are producing superb quality ciders using 100% freshly pressed varietal of apples linked to their localities, as grapes are to terroirs, and using exactly the same production methods as the world's finest champagne and still wine producers. And, as many food and drink writers have already recognized, it really isn't a giant leap for these to be considered as fine alternatives to wine. British-produced spirits, too, have a deserved global reputation for quality. So perhaps it's time to refocus and stock much whiskey and climb in the back of the recent phenomenal growth in gin sales. Inspiring the market Wine consumption continues to decrease, down 20% in the last 10 years, whilst value spent remains static. So, the competitive space for active brands remains dynamic, and any importer looking to grow needs to have product ranges that inspire the market. High quality and knowledgeable staff If you've ever looked around any Michelin-starred tables in the UK and counted just how many of the sommeliers come from the continental Europe, it's not just Polish or other Eastern Europeans, but also those from Italy, France, and Sweden who have made significant contributions to the rich UK wine knowledge scene. There is no doubt that the UK born and bred nationals have slowed their contribution to the wine scene. And that's just sommeliers. If the net is cast wider to include salespeople, then finding the right quality of specialist staff is really tough too, which means you need to employ the most innovative HR recruitment strategies to remain dynamic. Cash. As Brexit bites, the fear of what happens next, caused in large part by the lack of clarity, is very real indeed. A sudden currency hiccup means that importers with stock on the water potentially get caught between order price, which cannot be changed, and putting prices up. The simple answer is stockpiling, and many importers have already started to plan for this. Keeping up with the Joneses. FOMO is that long-held economic observation which reflects that most human of behaviors. It is very real today. The JIT supply chain is all about getting as close to the action as possible, feel the trends, and respond with the right propositions for customers. Keeping up with what the market wants, its shapes, and trends is always a real challenge in itself, made all the more so by so much uncertainty. Online trend. The move away from bricks-and-mortar retailing has been both dramatic and swift. The UK is the most advanced of any EU country in terms of online wine shopping, with a CBI market research paper estimating that online sales were even then worth 11% of the UK market, a full 7% ahead of Switzerland, the next biggest. The question, therefore, has to be asked whether your importing business gives sufficient weight to trading with online, bearing in mind the rest of market developments. English Sparkling Wine One of the most telling developments, albeit from a small base, is that of the English Sparkling Wine category. There is nothing like patriotism in a defensive market. Together with what is already the extraordinary growth of sparkling wine as a category to spur this development. The prices are, in some cases, as high as champagne. So, as always, it's necessary to choose carefully and ride this bandwagon. 
keep calm and carry on. Ultimately, if the British people want to continue drinking wine, they'll need to get used to paying more or drinking less of the grape, and wine and importers will need to consider stocking more of the delicious British apple, rye, wheat, and barley alternatives as replacements. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you want to learn more about the London wine market and grow your brand in London, check out London Wine Competition's blogs, where you will find insights and tips on how to grow in London. Submission is now open for the 2020 London Wine Competition. Please visit londonwinecompetition.com for more information. Stay tuned.